This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Good evening, and welcome to the first annual Breaky Awards. It's time to meet your hosts, Grania McGuire and Chantel Faduch and Pate. Oh my God, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited. Oh my God, Grania, it is so good to see you here. And let me welcome all of our listeners to the 2024 Breaky Awards. Oh, a standing ovation, Negranya, just for us. Can you believe it? For those listening at home, we're so sorry you couldn't be here. We are at the London Palladium, of course, and yet we're also somehow at the Kodak Center in LA. We're that good. Everyone's here in tuxedos and dresses. Grania, you look stunning this year. Just want to tell you, you look amazing. Uh, love what you've gone for. Bjork could never. Bjork went as a goose that year, if we all remember, but Grania has come this year completely naked. It's amazing. <laughs> Just look stunning. And yet hair and makeup done to perfection. Lovely to see you. How are you feeling tonight, Grania? I'm um, a bit cold. I won't lie. But um, I think it's a brave look. And I'm, I'm very glad I went with it. And can I just say, mm-hmm. you're... Outfit. Thank you. Billy Crystal hosting the Oscars. Perfection. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think thank the you. top hat and the cane is a really lovely touch. Oh, thank you. I also had surgery to shorten myself by five inches, so this is permanent. <laughs> but thank you. And I, I think what you were doing is so brave. Grania said to me, she said, Chantal, I'm so tired of women being asked about their outfits on the red carpet. I am making sure that is not being asked of me tonight. And she's done it, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, welcome again to the 2024 Breaky Awards. We're so happy to be here. Grania, why don't you tell the people what kind of thing they can expect from us tonight? Well, we all know that award season is our favourite time of the year. Favourite season? It's the only season. So we decided our podcast could contribute to this most magical time of year. And that's why we've created tonight the first ever Breaky Awards, where we celebrate the messiest the most entertaining and the pettiest splits Mm -hmm. of the year. And of course, as everyone at home knows, we originally were going to have this come out in May. That'd be fun. But then, much like the BAFTAs, we thought, uh, uh, get there before the Oscars and suddenly you matter. And also, it's Valentine's Day. You know, everyone does their year annual award shows around Christmas time. We thought, no, it's Valentine's Day. It's it's a holiday. It's our holiday. It's this season's holiday. And that's why we're here doing these Breaky Awards. We're so, so excited. The inaugural event as well. It's going to be incredible. 
And I have to say, we mainly wanted to get in this early because I can't, I can't remember his surname. Oh Pete God. Davidson. Our, Pete Davidson. If Cher is our patron saint, he is sort of our patron patron devil of the podcast. Well, he's we've he's in the audience tonight. He is here. And you, Pete, can I just say you look beautiful. Who knows? He might be hosting next year. I mean, it would make sense. It makes sense. We'll have to wait to see. Wait and find out. Right. Grania, as we know, these award shows can drag on for so long. It feels like it's been five hours already. So let's get to it. Give the people what they want. Shall we get along with the first award of the night? What do you think? I think that's a very good idea. So this is a very competitive category. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely one a lot of people have their eye on for their mantelpiece. <laughs> very excited to announce the nominees for the P&O Cruise Award for Most Miserly Old Rich Man Who Won't Just Let His Ex Live. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Should we go through the nominees for this? Read them out, Grania. The nominees for this category are Robert De Niro. Of course. Kevin Costner. Jeff Bezos. And very much the world card, Sir Frederick Barkley. Now, we do have a wonderful presenter here to present this award, but we're going to, with all the awards tonight, Grania and I are going to go through and pick out who we think is going to win, who we want to win, discuss these nominees. So, Grania, what are you thinking? What's in your guts? Okay, well, so Frederick Barkley, he's probably like the less known one, but I think he's very much a dark horse in this category. He, fully agree. Fully agree. <laughs> so him and his brother used to own the Telegraph newspaper, mm -hmm. but he went through such a bitter divorce with his wife where yep. he just refused to give her any money to meet any of her demands mm -hmm. that he ended up losing the Telegraph newspaper to pay for the litigation with his ex-wife. So I think it's it's very much, he's very much the asshole's asshole. I agree, I agree. If if Louis C.K. is the comedian's comedian, he's the rich, miserly old, De Niro and Costner only wish to be at Frederick oh, Barclays. Listen, they level. have a they have him on speed dial. And can we just say it is still going on? And they are both he and his ex wife are in their eighties, and they are still <laughs> arguing over money. Neither of them will ever get to spend. It's and they're not giving up. And you have to respect that. I also want to give a special shout out to uh, in, in I think it's De Niro's um, ex wife who has really taken a beating here because I was reading about their their settlement dispute. And I think we can all relate to her problem because she is claiming her credit card bills alone used to be 375000 a month. And now he will only give her $100,000 a month. I mean, what is the girl to do, Grania? Oh, my God. How she is surviving is an absolute mystery. So pour one out for poor old ex-Miss Miss De Niro because she's suffering. I, I mean, when he said, when he sort of explained those those new agreements to her. I hope she looked him right in the eye and said, you talking to me? You talking <laughs> to me? <laughs> so my choice for the winner. Nice try, Kevin. Nice try, Robert. Jeff Bezos, we've heard enough about you, about you, but I'm saying Frederick Barkley is the most miserly old man who will not let his ex-wife live. What are you saying? I'm going to say Sir Frederick Barkley should win, mm -hmm. but I think the people mm -hmm. have been caught by the drama of Kevin Costner's divorce. He, he was a big one this year. I'm going to say, you're probably right. You're probably right. I never get these things right. So let's go to our, we have an amazing presenter to present this award, don't we, Grania? Please get on your feet for star of our podcast and star of your heart. It's the amazing comedy writer, Max Davis. <laughs> When I was asked to present an award to a group of elderly white men, I thought, what is this? The BAFTA Award for Best Comedy Entertainment Programme? So I'm thrilled that thankfully these men are just being rewarded for behaviour that holds the women in their life back and not the culture in general. The winner of the P&O Cruise Award for Most Miserly Old Rich White Man Who Won't Just Let His Ex Live is Kevin Costner. Oh my God, Grania. Can you believe it? Well, of course, of course, they couldn't be here to accept their award because they're they're in court. 
They're in court right now. This is constantly happening, guys. The, the law never sleeps. So uh, Grania and I, we will gladly. Oh, oh, sorry. I've just seen one of the lawyers has stood up to oh. accept it on their behalf. Oh, that's lovely. That's what that's lovely because lawyers, you know, they don't get it. They don't get any awards for their hard, hard work. So well done to the lawyers. They're the only winners really in this in this saga are the lawyers. So well done. What a lovely award. Great way to start the evening. Oh, the magic is in the air. Magic is in the air. I can feel it. And it should be because our next award is something really, really special. It is of course, the Demi Moore Award for being so laid back and confident that you are bezies with your ex and or their new partner. Not saying it's weird, but it's weird. This is basically the award for people that are a bit too proud of themselves for being such good friends with their exes. And we have some amazing nominees here. I'm going to go through the nominees for you. They are, of course, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Big ones. There's uh, Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner. Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa, and obviously Sarah Silverman and everyone she has ever dated and all their exes and new partners. This is actually just how she makes friends. So those are the nominees here tonight. Grania, what are you thinking? When you think of, and I don't mean this in a judgmental way, she's got excellent choice. Grania, we're at an award show. This entire (laughs) night is about judging. (laughs) If you think of all the people Sarah Silverman has dated and all the people they themselves have dated. Exes and new partners. Exes and new partners. If you put them all in a room, it would look like the recent British Vogue front cover. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. In terms of half of them, you don't know who they are. That's exactly what, that's very true. None of them are legendary. And it must, you know, after she must just have a cutoff point at a certain point because how many Christmas cards can she send to all these new exes? The list. I hope it's email because otherwise the trees, she's getting through, sending out these cards. I mean, my God, Sarah, geez, Louise, get a friend that you just has nothing to do with your puss. Give it a shot. Just see what it's like. Get a friend who hasn't seen Michael Sheen's penis. Oh, God. Well, unfortunately, that's me and you out. Am I right? Hey. (laughs) Pete Davidson loves that. (laughs) I would say Taylor Swift and Sophie Turner is the most political one. Because it was when everybody was talking about this year, Taylor Swift very demonstrably showing solidarity with Sophie Turner going through mm-hmm. her divorce with one of the Jonas Brothers. That's right. And I like the sophistication of Gwyneth Paltrow and Dakota Johnson. It's very old Hollywood. It's very like, oh, oh, come on, grow up. We don't care about such little things. We're off to our camel coats and have brunch. And it's very in line with Gwyneth. You know, she invented the unconscious coupling. She's made a big deal about it. And so she's sticking with it. You know, she's said this, what, 10 years ago, they unconsciously coupled. And she is, that is her brand. And that means you got to be BFFs with Dakota. She's doing it. I am a big fan, bringing up the rear here of uh, Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa, because they are just exes of one woman. And the woman is no longer in the picture. And it's just those two stay, just remain being best buddies. They're just pals. It's unusual to see. You rarely get the uh, the ex-husbands and ex-boyfriends coming together, but I'm a fan of it. My vote, I'm going to say, is Gwyneth Paltrow and Dakota Johnson. I think if for no other reason than they advertised it the most, with all of the Instagram pictures of them holding hands. I think they were in the public eye. They've been, as they say in Hollywood, they've been campaigning for this award hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really have been... Um... Who's that little lad from Maestro? Oh, uh, Bradley Cooper. They've They've been Bradley Cooper. They've been Bradley Coopering this award. They really have. And you know what? I hope they get it too. So that's that's who we're voting for. That's who. That's who we hope will win. Oh. But who has the answer? Well, there's only one way to find out. And with us tonight, our next presenter. We're so glad he could be here. He almost wore the same thing as Grania. So thank God I sent my picture before he got here. Oh, that would have been so embarrassing. Here he is coming on stage now, little twinkle toes himself. The comedian, TikTok, Instagram star, our first ever live guest for our live podcast show. For those of you who are there, it is, of course, our good friend of the show, Chris Hall. Can I just say, Grania and Chantal, congratulations on a fantastic job hosting tonight. You both look absolutely beautiful and you've done an amazing, amazing job. 
Don't forget, you can follow all the glamour after the Breaky Awards on our sister show, the Breaky Downey Awards, live from the ladies' toilets, hosted by Alison Hammond. Right, back to the business in hand. The winner of the Demi Moore Award for being so laid back and confident that you are bezies with your ex and or their new partner, and not saying it's weird, but it is weird, is... Sarah Silverman and everyone she has ever dated and all their exes and new partners, this is literally how she makes friends. Congratulations. Oh my God, Grania, I can't oh. believe it. Well, the crowd, it was very much the crowd's favourite. It really was the crowd's favourite, yes, of course. They, um, they are, once again, you won't believe this, but they can't be here to accept the award. It's awful, tragic news, they got stuck in a lift or Ugh. elevator to our American friends. But they did send me a text saying they're so happy and they've already headed out together to celebrate. Yeah. So uh, much love, much love. We'll accept the award on their behalf and obviously we'll give it to them next time we see them, which will be never. Okay, moving on. Grania, well, what do we have up next? Speaking of exes. Oh, thankfully, I mean, that's all we're doing tonight. <laughs> Things do not always run so smoothly in the world of celebrity exes. And that's what this next award celebrates. It's the Whispering Angel Rosé Hell Hath No Fury Award for X Who Will Not Go Away Quietly. I've been looking. This is actually my number one favourite award of the night. This is my, this is the award <laughs> I look forward to every year. This is the award I love discussing. Can we go through the nominees, please? The nominees are Alice Evans. And Ian Grifford, John Mulaney, and Anna Marie Tendrick. I'll go with that. Travis Barker, mm. Shayna Mochler, mm-hmm. and finally Jennifer Akuri and Boris Johnson. I'm gonna get straight out there, Grania, and say I think there's a clear, clear winner here. Go on. It's got to be for me, Alice Evans and Ian Grifford. Yes. It's- <laughs> It has to be. I'm sorry. If you are listening at home and you don't know who Alice Evans and Ian Gruffin are, because I'll be honest, they're probably the least famous of all these pairings. Give your, Do yourself a favor. Carve out two hours every day and just go look up the Daily Mail articles. Go to her Instagram. Watch her interviews. There is Alice Evans is not going to let this go. He left her and she's not letting it go. And I'm, bef- I'm, I'm with her. What love she got Lorraine involved? Yes. She got Lorraine involved. That's right. Big time involved. So Ian and Alice, they were like this really cute, naughty Brit acting couple. They went to LA. She thought everything was going fine. They had children. They They had had a great life together. Then he dumped her for an Australian. That he met on set. Literally just, according to her, classic blindsided out of the blue for someone half his age. Tale as old as time, people. Now, normally in this case... The ex-wife would quietly go away into the distance with dignity, say, oh, I wish them the best. It's very sad I'm heartbroken, but I, oh, well, no, not Alice. She said, fuck you, Ian. I'm not being quiet. I'm not sitting down. I will not let you get away with this. And she has stood by her word. She really has. Oh. It's been beautiful. She did that that classic thing that you do if you're going through a really bad breakup where Mm -hmm. you diagnose your ex-partner with a oh. mental illness. She That's was like, great. he's a covert narcissist, you know. Covert narcissist. People have been throwing around narcissists ah. all year, but Alice Evans took it up a notch. Covert narcissist. I loved it. I loved it. We I should, love it. I should. We should also give a quick mention, though, to Amory Tendler and John Mulaney. See, now, what she did, I liked as well, because she did a different... Alice Evans just went full throttle, go mental, go crazy as you know just mad 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 i'm not going to take this shit anymore thing but and marie came along and she was a lot more subtle wasn't she grania she she expressed her pain through her art form she went the art girl rouge mm-hmm. very rarely seen but just as effective i've never seen photography used in such a bitchy way passive aggressive oh, photography I... that's the new that's the new pep for oh, me. She took all the she took all these like really painful, stunning, baroque photos of herself in the apartment she used to share with John. And if you don't know the story here, people, very quickly, John Mulaney and Emery were famously together for years. Mm. He referenced their relationship constantly during his sets. 
famously, they were never going to have children. They had some pets, but that was it. And they were very, very much seen as this kind of solid, solid couple. And then out of the blue, he dumps her for Olivia Munn. And worst of all, to add insult to injury, very quickly has a child with Olivia Munn, going totally against what he has spent upwards of 10 years saying he would never do. So it was a lot for everyone to take. You were a big John Mulaney fan, Grania. Did you find it tough? I did. I did. And that we should... We should reference two spells in rehab during this Mm -hmm. whole thing. Uh, It was a bit, it was a shake to the old persona because he was the archetypal wife guy. That's right. So it's hard to go from uh, my wife is too good for me. I'm lucky to have her too. I've left my wife for Olivia Munn. For Olivia Munn. And she's knocked up, by the way. Oh, now I'm a father, even though I said I never would be, even though I just got out of rehab. It's a bit messy. I think we're all pretty surprised that him and Olivia still seem to be going strong as far as we know, we think. Listen, that whole relationship, we could have a great podcast episode out of it. Very, very true. That's that's who knows what'll happen in 2024 alone, for God's sake. Travis Boker and Shayna, I think I don't think they're gonna win tonight. I don't see her winning, but I do appreciate in I think this year was a big year for the Courtney and Travis kind of marketing of them as this romance of all romances. And I like Shayna being like, no, 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 particularly when it comes to their obsession with the film True Romance. It's very obvious that this was the film that Travis and Shayna shared. They named their daughter Alabama after Patricia Arquette's character in True Romance. Their wedding was themed on True Romance, etc., etc. It was their film. And then he just repeated that with Kourtney Kardashian publicly. And I like that Shayna's not going away quietly. And yes, I have pronounced her name four different ways there. I thought I'd give Grania the night off for once. (laughs) Well, speaking of not going away quietly, Jennifer Curry. So if you don't remember, she was the American businesswoman. Businesswoman, my favorite thing. <laughs> she was like woman. in tech. Was it something like in tech? Yes, I always remember it. I, heard, um, I do, for some reason, the name of her company is locked in my brain. It was Inatech. That was the name of her company. Like, in it, which sounds like it was 100% made up name for basically a shell holding company, which is yeah, definitely what yeah. this was. Or like something they'd say in succession, like, well, we've bought Inatech. <laughs> yes, that's so true. <laughs> well, she had a moment. Oh, with what a moment. Boris Johnson while mm-hmm. he was mayor of London. She famously had a shipper pole in her apartment, lest we forget. And when he grew tired of her, that just made her more interested in yes. telling the world about their affair and just what a shitty little man he was. And much like Alice Evans, she went on breakfast television and they didn't have to ask but one question and we were off to the races. She gave us, I mean, this is a pretty heavy category. We have a lot. Everyone here really gave us a lot. So this is going to be tough to work out a winner. I'm still standing strong with Alice Evans. I think she cannot be beat, but I'd be, I'll be honest, I'd be happy for any of these, any of these to win. Look, it's. I'm happy for all the ladies involved. Yes. If you haven't paid attention, by the way, you will realize these are all women. <laughs> this is <laughs> hell hath no fury like a woman score. That is the, that is the key to this. So, yes, we must find out well, who has won this. Well, speaking of women we love. Speaking of. We definitely adore the presenter of this award, comedian Rosie Holt. It was Michelle Obama who said, when they go low, we go high. I'm so thankful no one in this category listened to her advice. The nominees in this category all celebrated the joy that comes when we refuse to let things go. They sent that text. They commented on that Instagram picture. They had that extra glass of wine at that party and we thank them for it. The winner of the Hell Hath No Fury Award for X Who Will Not Go Away Quietly, sponsored by Whispering Angel Rosé, is... Alice Evans and Ewan Grifford. Oh, I'm... I'm, There'll be celebrations all over London tonight. I mean, did we call it or... it's? I mean, we called it. This is why we're so good at our job. We had no idea. And yet somehow we knew our girl Alice would ring it in. Of course she did. Finally, she wins something. Oh, and so I've just got a message from Alice. She said Mm. she was on the way here. She just saw a picture of Ian or whatever his stupid name is. Just like looking annoying. 
on Facebook. So she's headed to Lorraine to give a statement on it. Right. Okay. So keep an eye on Instagram live people. She should yeah. be there. And then she yeah. might give it a, um, an acceptance speech there for her work. Cause she was very excited to be nominated. We might have to actually rename the award after, after her now that she yeah. has won. So congratulations once again to Alice and to Ian Grufford and his new wife. May you rot in hell. All right. Should we move on to the next, to the next award? Having a great time tonight, guys. I mean, sorry, it's so late. Hey kids, if you're still up, go to bed. <laughs> well, speaking of competitive categories, this mm-hmm. we've celebrated the girls. This one is very much one for the boys. This is one for the boys. The next category is... The John Hamm Award for a man who abandons his long-term life partner as soon as he's famous. Oh, and John Hamm really was the king of doing this. If we all remember him and his beautiful life partner, whose film, Kissing Jessica Stein, by the way, I highly recommend you all go watch it. And the second he got famous for Mad Men, he dumped her for a little 20-something twink that he met on Mad Men. By the way, it was a woman, not a twink (laughs) twink. But you know what I mean. In any case, the nominees. Oh, this is a packed category the nominees are jeremy allen white barry keoghan ethan slater and austin butler oh who are you going for Gwen? who's in your heart okay well so famously jeremy allen white mm. sort of a tv actor for years and years was in the american version of shameless he lands the bear and then loses his wife mother of his how many kids so I'm going to say two kids not I'm just wife childhood sweetheart I cannot express to you how long these two were they met when they were 14 in high school and they stayed together all this time he literally about a month before they split up there was announcements on their Instagram and she congratulated him on his amazing success and how incredible it is the little boy she met so many years ago finally make it she was with oh my god and then he dumped her and now he's dating a little singer, Rosalia. I mean, good for him and all, but geez, Louise. He's dating Rosalia and posing in his Calvin Klein's. And posing in his Calvin Klein's. This is a personal favourite of mine, local of boy. And he's my cousin. In the same way in The Sopranos, they're all cousins. Yes. That's yes. the same way. Barry Keoghan is my cousin and I'm so proud of him. But he did let me down on this one mm-hmm. uh, just after... He he's nominated for an Oscar. He does Banshees of Insharon, follows it up with one of the most talked about films of the year, Saltburn. And most talked about film sequences of the year involving his ding dong. <laughs> well, sadly, with all the talk, there's one person he's ignoring, and that's his long-term partner and mother of his son, Brando. And I, I'm gonna judge that he called his son Brando. There's one person he's not ignoring, his cosmetic surgeon. That new jawline really is looking good though, Barry <laughs> Keegan. So he traded her face for a girlfriend. Uh, now we also have Ethan Slater. Talk oh to God. Ethan Slater is one who, I mean, I almost feel like he should get it this year because I don't think he will be around in this category or in this award show at all come next year. 2023 is it for Ethan Slater, I believe. And as we all know, he's famously left his long-term, once again, high school sweetheart girlfriend the minute he met a little lady you may have heard of called Ariana Grande. Oh, dear. And if you've listened to our podcast, you will have heard all about these two. Can I just say, I not only listened to, but hosted and researched that podcast, and I still have forgotten his name. Exactly. I didn't know who he was. Uh, Then finally, Austin Butler. Oh, this one hurts. So he got to, he was together four years with that little lassie from High School Musical. <laughs> that little that little lassie. So he was with Vanessa Hutchins. She supported him. She was the one who suggested he auditioned for Elvis. She was the one. And have you seen where she tells the story and when he tells the story? Oh, he says, oh, a friend suggested I audition. She tells the story that I suggested. This is after they've broken up. She's like, oh, my, he's my boyfriend at the time. And I said, oh, my God, you should play Elvis. And she's been very nice about it, even though he's since dumped her and is now dating Kaya Gerber. He tells the exact same story. Just says, oh, a friend of mine at the time said I should do Elvis more than once. He has reduced a girlfriend of four years to just, oh, a friend of mine. Disgusting. Wow. You know who's the opposite of disgusting? Well, first of all, who do you think is going to win? I think it should be Jeremy Allen White. I'm just saying it's his year. He's winning everything. This would be another one for his mental piece. Are you going with Barry? 
I'm, you know what, I'm going to go with Ethan Slater. Okay. Because the fact that I literally couldn't remember who he was, despite. If not now, never. So this yeah. is one chance, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. One for the theatre kids. And presenting the award is talking about theatre stars. She's a star, star of your TV screens. Mm-hmm. She's a radio show. She is the most gorgeous girl in comedy. Mm. Get ready and get the rent rolls going for Olga Cock. In an increasingly uncertain time of polarizing politics, caustic culture wars, and fractious public debate, it's reassuring that some things never change. The swiftness of a man's ability to dump his loyal partner after he finally achieves career success. The winner of the John Hamm Award for Man Who Abandons Long-Term Life Partner As Soon As He's Famous is... Barry Keegan. Oh, your boy won, Grania. Hometown hero. Oh, listen, there will be a bank holiday in Ireland tomorrow. There will be. Thank you so much, Olga. She looks stunning, by the way. Beautiful. But, oh, how do you feel knowing one of one of your people, as per usual, sweeps up at the award season? It's always the way. Watch out for the Irish. You can never trust an Irish man. I've said it before, <laughs> I'll say it again. That's why Grania left. That's why I left. Sneaky. <laughs> Absolutely sneaky. Oh, right, guys. We only have a few more awards left. We're halfway through that. I don't know about you, but I'm starving. How else do you think I got into this dress? I changed. <laughs> what do we have up next, Grania? Uh, again, a very competitive year for this. It's oh. the Sure Lifetime Achievement Award for the most sure moment this year. Now, this is tough because you know how Grania and I feel about share, guys. So this is really, really tough. Let's go through these nominees. So the nominees in this category are kidnapping her son using four men with the greatest and best intentions possible to get him into rehab. Mm, it was a moment. Launching her own brand of gelato called Sherlato. Mm-hmm. Using a cow emoji in a celebratory tweet about the late Queen Elizabeth. R.I.P. Responding to a tweet suggesting Dua Lipa was her generation sure with how many years are in a generation thinking face emoji. I'm thinking, I just, I can feel it in my waters a bit. I know it seems odd. I think it's a bit of the wild card one. I love all these moments. Kidnapping her son, of course, is mm-hmm. a wonderful moment, but particularly because uh, we always forget that there is another child in her life aside from Chaz Bono. So it's just nice to remember that. Yeah. But for me personally, the biggest share moment for me was the share lotto. Um, I don't, I'm not a big fan of LA. I don't really want to go to LA. I could never go to LA ever again, aside from obviously being here tonight while I'm also in London. But um, next time I'm there, I do want to visit the gelateria where you can find Cher Latte, which is, by the way, if you check out their social media, it tells you that it's made by someone else, like created by, and then it gives you the name of the chef, but curated by Cher. She's curated this ice cream brand. So that's my favorite moment. What about yours, Grania? I'm just going to say I really appreciated her being offended that Dua Lipa being called her generation sure. And I agree with. I know it's a hot take to not be a super Dua Lipa fan, but I'm unfortunately doesn't do it for me. And certainly to call her a late. You know what it reminds me of, Grania? It reminds me of that famous moment where Lauren Bacall was at a press conference with Nicole Kidman and someone in the audience said, look at our two legends up here. Mm-hmm. And Lauren Bacall looked at Nicole and said, I don't see two legends. I, s- <laughs> who, I don't know what you're talking about here. It's, it's giving Lauren Bacall and I'm on both of their sides. Yeah, 100%. Well, speaking of legends and mm. speaking of, I think Sure would be very comfortable being compared to this sweetheart of the cabaret Oh, she team. would love it, yeah. Because he very much is... The sure of the cabaret world. Please get ready to present this fantastic award. The equally fantastic Dave the Bear. This has been an iconic year in Cher's life, where she's yet again managed to outshare not just us, but at times herself. In a competitive category, I am pleased to announce the winner of the Share Lifetime Achievement Award for the best share moment this year is 
using a cow emoji in a celebratory tweet about Queen Elizabeth. Oh, she did it. She did it. She did it. She shared it. Of course, Cher can't be here this evening, obviously. Um, she's off picking through all the people we've chosen for her to be with. And she's just shagging them all at once right now to see who um, who wins. So she's very, very tired. But she did say that she'd love to be here. And uh, she did say, thank you so much, Grania Chantal. I love it. <laughs> so um, thank you, Cher, for everything you do. We hope to see you again next year. Well, beautifully put, Chantal. <laughs> Almost as beautifully put as some of the nominees in our next category. <gasps> they are, of course, best line of dialogue that changed how we thought about love and life. Sponsored. <laughs> Sponsored by Timpsons Key Cutters and Shoe Repair. Yes, they, we, really, we really appreciate your help here, Timpsons. Thank you so much. This is a stacked category of dialogue. We also are using the word dialogue a bit loosely here. I think I know my favourite immediately. But before we get to that, Grania, let's hear the nominees. Where are the nominees? From May, December. I don't think we've got enough hot dogs. Iconic. Can I just say, I do a very good stressed Julia Moore. <laughs> You're so good at impressions in general. It's hard to have an, another feather in your cap. I want, when, if I ever audition for drama school, it's going to be the scene from Magnolia where Julia Moore loses it in The Chemist. That's my... Oh, it's a good one. I prefer Julianne Moore in um, Boogie Nights, which is really high on coke. Going, too many things, too many things, too many things. <laughs> but it's a similar vibe, similar vibe, yeah. From... Just like that, Aiden, just wait eight years. Just wait eight years. <laughs> just eight years, Carrie. What's that? You're a spring chicken. Just wait eight years. It's fine. From real life, Kim Cattrall, I don't want to do anything that I don't enjoy for even an hour. Truer words never been spoken. And I am living by those words all year. 2024, that's what I'm doing. And ironically, the next... Uh, Nominates also words that I live by. Mm -hmm. Ariana DeBose, Angela Bassett did the thing. I know it's hard to believe that was in 2023, but it was. It feels like that line has been with us forever. Yeah. But it was actually just in 2023. It feels like so. it was discovered by archaeologists using the Rosetta Stone. But it Very was much. basically in the last tax year. No, this tax year. Whatever way yeah. tax works, it's this one. <laughs> when you do your Please. tax return, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I bought that while Ariana DeBose said. Was singing Angela Bassett to the yeah. thing. These are some stacked lines of dialogue. I'm tempted to go with Kim Cattrall. Uh, I do love the also Aiden saying just wait eight years. It's absolutely ridiculous. You can tell they thought the show was ending. But I think we both know it's the one film Grania and I agree on, which is rare. We have very different tastes mm -hmm. in films, but the one film we can 100% agree on is made December and this line from it I don't think we have enough hot dogs is all you need to know about this movie what do you think Grania is that what you're going for I my heart says that but my mm -hmm. head says this line defined generation Angela Bassett did the thing you're right that is that'd be a smarter choice you're thinking with your with your head I'm thinking with my heart well speaking with my head and my heart I can very confidently say I'm in love with our next presenter she is an actor, comedian, and star of TikTok and Instagram. It is the legendary Holly Byrne. For over 100 years, cinema has given us dialogue that has changed not just how we see the world, but how we understand ourselves. I'm so privileged to announce that the winner for best line of dialogue that changed how we thought about love and life, sponsored by Timpson's Key Cutters and Shoe Repair, is... Angela Bassett did the thing! Ariana DeBose. Oh, my God. Of course. Look who else did the thing. Oh, and I'm so excited because as you've probably already guessed, if you're watching the live feed, Ariana DeBose is in the audience right now. She's right here. She's oh my in God. her little oh. pantsuit. And she's ex chosen just to accept this award through interpreted dance. 
It's amazing, guys. If you're watching this, it's the feed's not stopping. She's just going to keep doing that she's, for a while. Oh, she's still going. Okay. It's not awkward at all. So she's learned a lot. Beautiful. Well Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ariane. Thank you, Ariane. And thank you to all the nominees as well. Thank you to all the nominees. Well, the audience is full of really beautiful, glamorous celebrities. But it's also mm. important to remember those that do the hard work of being in relationships with celebrities. That's right. It's not always easy out there to be friends with these people. You hear Gronya and I say that a lot in our podcast. Oh, my God, imagine being her friend. Imagine being that guy's friend. Well... We have an award to celebrate just that. The Lydia Tarr Award for celebrity that will be worth to go out with. Or just to hang out with anything. Just to exist with these people would be a nightmare. This is a really tough category as well. Because all these people are in many ways kind of awful, aren't they, Grania? The nominees are Star of Napoleon. Napoleon. Mm -hmm. Jason Sudeikis. Liz Jones. Annie of the Hemsworths. They always seem to be exercising, especially outdoors. Mm -hmm. And a new entry. Oh. Greg Wallace. Oh, God, yes. Just when you thought Mark Wahlberg had the worst routine, Greg Wallace came along <laughs> and thought, I can beat it. Which, what are you thinking? I feel like Napoleon would be the toughest one, to be honest, because he's just so busy doing war. Mm -hmm. He just spends so yeah. much time on the battlefield. That I don't think you get a lot of love in. Not to mention he has the whole, he has his own complex. Yeah. Like that's how difficult he is as a person. Yeah. So I think he'd be quite quite tough. Um, the Hemsworth brothers they do work out too much, but I feel like I might I might get in shape there. Sudeikis would be a nightmare, but apparently if I just make a quite basic salad dressing, he's yours. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm gonna say probably Liz Jones. Who I think people forget about Liz Jones. But so talk us through for people who aren't lucky enough to know who Liz Jones is. Oh goodness, she writes for mainly the Daily Mail, and all of she's very much the definition of someone who overshares. She tells you everything she's going through in excruciating detail quite simplistic things like oh sometimes it's difficult for me to you know get up because I'm a bit tired will turn into a 10,000 word essay about how hard it is to live in the British countryside in a mansion with only three bathrooms it's a nightmare and the local barber shop closes at three it's she complains about everything constantly on purpose to get a reaction, but then gets upset when she gets the reaction she was 100% hoping to get. And so vicious cycle. We all kind of love it because she keeps doing it. It's been, how long has she been with us doing this? 20 years now, it feels like. Yeah. The record's never changed. It's a lot to deal with. I think we have to give an honourable mention to the fact that all her ex-partners seem to absolutely hate her like Despise literally her. you're like should there be a security card she did a reunion with an ex-boyfriend where it genuinely seemed like he was only alive so he could somehow cause her pain it's 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 but they all hate her for reasons that she is they hate her for the things about her that are so obvious before you go out with her like all the reasons they hate her People like Grania and I have seen this and go, well, how did you not know this? It's so clear. Of course she's like this. So she'd be my vote for. I would go for Liz Jones. I would say Annie of the Hemsworths, only because I feel like if you went out with just literally any one of them, they're interchangeable. There'd be a lot of getting up early and having to be excited about canoeing. And an egg white omelette. Oh, and it would be like, oh, we're going to have a brilliant day. We're going to get up really early. We're going to head down to the beach. We're going to surf. We're going to go for a hike. Then we're going to go for a hike. Uh, then we're going to, I feel like there'd be a lot of competition. So yep. you'd either have to join in or act like, oh, this is so much fun watching you play volleyball aggressively against each other and then like the fun part of the day the treat would be like oh on the way back we passed this amazing salad bar that has a new selection of pulses like that would be it there's not a lot of fun and then, then like, you're in bed by 7 p.m which by the way greg wallace himself would also love yeah. but at least with him you get a fry up yeah so i'm gonna go with the uh the hemsworth brothers but thankfully to present this award is somebody we would all aspire to be in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. She is the nation's sweetheart, host of the beloved Crushed podcast and comedy actress legend. It is Margaret Caborn-Smith. 
On a glamorous night like tonight, with all these amazing, talented, beautiful celebrities in the audience, it's important to remember the people really suffering, the partners of the amazing, talented, beautiful celebrities. It's like Portia Rossi said to me once, Ellen's really cheered up since I bought her that second monkey sanctuary. Wise words we could all live by. The winner for the Lydia Tarr Award for celebrity that would be the worst to go out with is Jason Sudeikis. Oh, well, Ted Lasso wins yet another award. Oh, if anyone out there has seen him, um, he can't be here tonight to accept it, obviously. Um, he's currently at home, still driving, still lying down in Olivia Wilde's driveway, so she can't leave. He's get, he's stationed out there, so we tried to get him to come in, but he won't. There's, there's salad dressing everywhere, giving him a little path to the stage, but he just refused. So we will bring this award to him. We accept it on his behalf. He is an incredibly irritating man. Luckily, Ted Lasso is no longer on the screen, so we all get a little respite from him for a good year or so, but... You never know, you might be here next year. Maybe we'll see him then. Thank you so much on behalf of, of Jason. Thank you, though. thank you. Uh, he did, thank sorry, you. send me one note to read out. Oh, okay. He said, believe. <laughs> <laughs> I think thank that's you, from Jason Ted Lasso. Sudeikis. I've never actually watched it. Neither of us have watched it because we have taste. Has anyone watched it? <laughs> Don't believe you watched that show. All right. <laughs> now we come to the penultimate award. Penultimate. Oh, we are getting down, guys. I know it's now. What time is it now? Two, three in the morning, Grania. Well, will we ever get home? Will this show ever end? <laughs> Could everyone please try and keep their award acceptance speeches two minutes or we will play you off? And we want to thank all our nominees for not bringing politics into it, by the way. Oh, thank you so much, my God. <laughs> well, speaking of ceasefire, that kind of ties to our next couple because we kind okay. of wish these couples would declare would. Mm-hmm. Next word we have coming up, and to give Grania a break, that her little voice is going hoarse. It's been a long night after all. The next two awards, sponsored by the Dignitas Clinic for a pain-free death in Switzerland. We should all try and go there tonight after this for the after party. <laughs> this is, of course, the I think you'd both be happier if this just ended award for the couple that we hope and pray will split this year. Oh, Grania, the nominees for this one. This is a tough one. Are you ready? I'm ready. The nominees are Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Pelps because she looks miserable in every single one of their Instagram posts. That is true. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Of course, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. And bringing up the rear, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. What are you going for here, Grania? Who should break up this year? I feel like Will and Jada's marriage has been longer and bloodier the 100 years war they've been yeah it's been it's 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 a lot yeah so i just we've been through it we have an episode about it you know about this even brad and angelina are like guys come on i think just so we can just have a bit of good news and i think we as a world need a win if they finally announced a ceasefire i think it could really shift things i 100 agree i think there's no competition in this category actually i think it has to be Will and Jada, but, but I will be very happy if it's Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. I'll be very, very, very happy if it is them. So I'm, I'm either of those two will make me happy, but Will and Jada, fingers crossed. Okay, but with us to announce this award and announce the winner, we have someone who himself knows a thing or two about a, a couple that needs to end and finally breaking up. So he, a bit of an expert in this category. We have with us, of course... Musician, producer, and alum of the podcast. You may remember his famous episode about uh, Nicolas Cage and Lisa Marie Presley. He is here tonight with us to announce the winner of this award. It is, of course, Samuel Preston. Breaking up is hard to do, but when the world is winning you to just please stop, maybe it's worth thinking about. The winner of the 2024 I Think You'd Both Be Happier If This Just Ended award for couple that should split up, sponsored by the Diganitas Clinic for Pain-Free Death in Switzerland, is Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly.
Thank you, Preston. Thank you so much. I mean, it's not Will and Jada, but I am thrilled to hear that Megan and Machine Gun Kelly might get the hint that we would love them to break up. So why? So we can discuss them on the podcast. But um, of course, they can't be with us tonight. They are currently both having uh, more blood vials made, more tattoos added, and a lot more surgery. But I've been told that they are planning on having this award tattooed on both their butt cheeks. That's oh. nice. They found some space. Well, good for them. Good for them. We accept on their behalf as per usual. Oh, my God, Grania. It's that time of the night. We must all take a moment. Remember the things we have left behind this year. It's all fun and games here tonight, isn't it? We're all in our fancy dresses. Well, except for Grania. She came naked, remember? But in these moments, it's important to take a somber break. And remember the things that we have left behind. What's coming up next? Well, as is traditional in all award shows, mm-hmm. it's now time for the in memoriam section mm-hmm. where we That's remember right. the things, people, and sometimes just hopes and dreams that we have lost in the last year. Mm-hmm. And who better to bring a bit of dignity and class. A bit of gravitas. A bit of gravitas to this very sombre and important part of any award show Please, round of applause for the very classy Mr. David Mills. In memoriam, I'll just wait while Mylene Class settles behind the piano. Pink was supposed to perform some aerial tricks. Unfortunately, uh, the baby is acting up. So Bradley Cooper is here. He's actually been preparing for 20 years for this 30 second performance, but he's not very good. So we're not going to televise it, which is a shame because he did manage to attach the fake nose. Gemma Collins, of course, is on cello. I welcome you all to join me for this year's In Memoriam, where we pour one out for all the hopes that died in the past year. We mourn the now silly belief that Timothy Chalamet or T-Shall Would one date someone as cool and indie as we all have been led to believe he is, when in fact he's just simply a guy with curly hair, isn't he? We share our mourning for every plant in Kanye West condominium after Bianca Sensori keeps accidentally smothering them when she tosses off her latex mask after another long day of pretending to shop in empty department stores while wearing Yeezy shoelaces as a top and ironically no shoes. Let's sadly say goodbye to Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis' future as ambassadors for women's aid. We're sad to see the passing of the joke. Hey, look, there's Meryl Streep in the front row. Boy, oh boy, has she been nominated a lot. Am I right? <laughs> that bit in opening monologues at award shows. I think we can collectively agree Meryl's not having it anymore. She's bored. We've heard that joke. Let's move on. Jack Nicholson never got this shit. It seems we're not mourning the disappearance of Alec Baldwin, even after his wife was exposed for pretending to be Spanish. And he carried on doing the same thing. But still, there he is, sat in the audience. It would appear nothing can stop him. Let's together be in memoriam for in memoriams. The sad, self-indulgent moment when we look back at our industry and celebrate the greats that have passed on before and pat ourselves on the back for remembering their names and what were the films they were in? And for a moment, imagining that this evening is something about more than just our own egos. (laughs) Seems ridiculous. Let's say goodbye to that. No more in memoriams. Oh, and Tony Bennett. Goodbye, Tony. What did you do again? Oh, dry your eyes, Grania. We have to get on with the show. I know it's hard to go on, but we've got to try. Thank you so much, David. That was absolutely beautiful. That was beautiful. When I saw it in rehearsal, I thought I'll cry now. But Uh, yeah, but there's more in there. There's always more tears there when you get David on stage, isn't there? Oh. Oh, God, guys. But, you know, the show must go on. It's the final, final award of the night. So perk up, everyone. You know, turn those frowns upside down. Dab away the tears. If you still have tear ducts that are working, well done. Let's get going with the show. The final award of the night, Grania. This is the big one, isn't it? This is the big one. It's the one everybody's been talking about. It is (laughs) sponsored by Dettol Antibacterial Wipe. (laughs) I'm honoured to present the nominees 
for the messiest splish of the year. Oh my God. Okay. They are Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake and The World, <laughs> Philip Schofield and This Morning, Prince Harry and the British Royal Family. I have goosebumps. Just thinking about this award. I have goosebumps. These are all worthy nominees. I'd be happy to see to see any of them win. Uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, as we know, massive, massive split. She's obviously been discussed earlier on tonight with her and Taylor's friendship that blossomed out of this sad, sad event. But watching her go out on the town while he took pathetic pictures of him walking his child around, mm-hmm. it was a lot for us. Yeah. We really thanked them for their services to this. Timberlake and the world, though. I mean, that was one that you were very passionate yeah. about, Grania. I... I feel like I get more energy from how angry Justin Timberlake makes me. And uh, it's sort of an alarm, you know, like if you set an alarm clock, sometimes Mm -hmm. with motivational music to make you get Mm -hmm. out of bed. All I do is I have Justin Timberlake as my screensaver and that will be it. I will. That's the motivation she needs, guys. I jump out of bed in pure rage. So I feel like that may be what... uh... I think Prince William might have that, but with his brother's face as the screensaver, because that also was a pretty, pretty, pretty messy breakup. That family's going through a bit of a health concern battle at the moment, but I guarantee you they are still spending most of their energy working out ways to upset Harry and <laughs> Meghan. It's still, that's the real core of what, what is going on there. Yeah. But me, for me, I'm putting the money on uh, Schofield in this morning. It feels... It feels like that went on for about nine months and yeah. we don't really know what's going on with him now. But the photo of him sat with his mum with his little vape, <laughs> just looking out onto the water in his car. I will never, I have it framed in my office right now. It's what gets me up in the morning. That's my screensaver. I, he gave us so much for that. We, I, he's, he's my winner all night. So I, I know it's the biggest word of the night, but for me, it's all about Schofield in this morning. So okay. that's what I'm going for. Well, to present this award, we needed somebody that united the nation oh, in yes. love for her. She is the funniest, coolest, nicest gal at any party she's at. And she's always at the best parties. Mm-hmm. Please, a big round of applause for journalist, broadcaster and podcaster. It's Miranda Sawyer. Tasteful, private, and respectful of the feelings of everyone involved, a good celebrity breakup keeps things classy. Thankfully, the nominees in this category were none of those things. In a competitive year, they brought pettiness and grudge holding to dizzying new heights. They reminded us that truly anyone can be thrown under a bus. Sponsored by Dettol Antibacterial Surface Wipes, I am honoured to reveal that the winner of the messiest split of the year is Philip Schofield and this morning. Oh, what a night. Thank you. Oh, my God. What a way to end the show. Thank you, Miranda. Oh, thank you so much, Miranda. What a way to end it. I mean, once again, you're not going to believe this for listening at home, but you once again, Grania and I are going to have to accept this award on their behalf. I just, honestly, I've now that I have this trowel on stage, this whole, <laughs> I have three of these buddy bags carrying these awards home. They're huge awards, people, by the way, absolutely massive. So thank God I worked out with those Hemsworth boys. Um, so uh, the winners sadly couldn't be here this evening. Of course. Yeah. But they did say uh, thank you and you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Yes, of course. Yes. So we might not be here next year because that is going to cost us a lot of money. But if that's the case, that's fine. Break up with us. Who knows? But I don't know about you, but I've had an absolutely amazing time tonight. Um, I started shooting up halfway through, so I kind of don't really know where I am right now. How about you, Grania? How are you doing? Oh, the Ozempic is really kicking in. So I can <laughs> tell. I can. You're literally half the woman you used to be. But I just want to say a big thank you and a big round of applause for all our amazing presenters this evening. Indeed. And thank you, Chantal, for being my beautiful co-host. Oh, 
thank you, Grania, for allowing me to be your co-host, allowing us to be part of this. And most of all, thank you to all our viewers and to those few of you who were stuck at home listening to this in a podcast form afterwards. Hopefully next year you'll get tickets to actually come to the yeah. live event. Yes. Um, but we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We've had a wonderful, wonderful night. Uh, good luck getting a taxi home, everyone. Am I right? Oh, see you at the after party with Wolfgang Puck. Oh, we're being played off. Oh, thank you so much, thank everyone. You. Have a thank great you. time. Bye. Bye. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.